Welcome to episode 21 of Relevant Conversations for All. This week's episode is called Desperate Times. Um, We have people who are unemployed and are homeless, or both, due to the absence of addressing this virus. And let us not forget the element of grief that also exists as a result of this virus. I mean, we we were talking behind the scenes that people are in a funk. What what has happened to our so-called system of checks and balances that make sure that such things don't happen? I mean, why is there this continuous debate about how much stimulus money should be distributed to people when there is an outcry from the people of hunger and homelessness? Uh, we're, we're looking towards a situation that will only get worse if something is not done and done soon. And it's, it strikes me as being ironic and quite evil um, that 45 continues to ask these same people to contribute money to his cause, which is a proof that this election was fraudulent. Now, uh, let us not forget that 45 is $475 million in debt to other countries. Wouldn't it be convenient for him to ask people for this money to fund that cause? Right. So, if you give less than $8,000 as a contribution, all of that can be what, and how many people can afford to give more than $8,000? That's my question. But if the individual contribution is less than $8,000, then his classic smoke and mirrors the dangling carrot yet again as a final plea so here is this carrot of you need to help me fund this cause because this illegal election has left me in a position of possibly not holding on to the presidency well we already know that he won't be holding on to the presidency but yet his constituents will continue to send money to him but yet behind the scenes you have okay put that in my bank because when all of this is said and done because I really do know that I lost I need to pay all this money back right exactly and then you know outside of that he'll need money to fund his maybe he can provide pardons for himself his children his lawyer and whoever else he decides to pardon but that's only federal he needs money to fund the, the defense for the state cases hmm. that will be hitting him as soon as he walks that foot out of that White House. Yes. 
yes this, this is correct i mean let's let's back up to the pardon thing for a moment how many people can a president pardon i mean that that sounds like a riddle right how many people can a president pardon i mean 45 has pardoned so many people criminals uh-huh. known and convicted criminals we're not talking about some people who were mistakenly thrown in jail. Um, it was like the opening of the gates of evil in many cases that he released. Uh-huh. Um, what are we talking about here? Is there a limit to this? Yeah, there's no limit. There's, there's no limit. Well, <laughs> that is something else that needs to be addressed yeah. when the system is revamped. Well, yeah, or you flip the table, which is kind of um, (laughs) what I see him doing right right now, is basically flipping the tables on this country. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, to be clear, I'm not against uh, the pardoning of someone who was unfairly jailed. Of course Um, not, yeah. What I am against is the releasing of minions that he has Uh done consistently across his presidency. And when I say minions, I'm talking about those evil doers who deliberately did things and admitted that they did these things, yet he pardoned them. Um, And now the attempt to pardon himself, uh, should that even be allowed? Because they can't pardon them for future crimes, only what's happened. 
interesting. Yes, uh, there's some truth to that statement. Absolutely. Um, it, it's just incredible to me that this is even happening. You know, um, you had said in your statement that no one has ever done this before, but no one has ever <laughs> uh, <laughs> held office in quite this way before either. Um, right. And something that we continuously mentioned across this these episodes in this time period was that um, one thing that we can give 45 credit for is for showing us all of the holes and all of the discriminatory practices that have been embedded into the system from its onset. So um, we can thank him for pointing that out so that hopefully we can move to fix these things. Exactly. Exactly. He's, um, without intending to, he's done some good in that aspect. And there, and you know, I just have to call it out because in other aspects, I can't think of the good that he's done. No, because, um, because he hasn't done any good. He thinks he's done good, but he hasn't done any good. Um, right. He pardoned, um, I think, or he released 20 people uh, and he thinks that he's uh, the one and only person who's taken any moves on prison reform. So I, that's not reform. That's not <laughs> policy changing. That, that's you letting people out when it's convenient for you. So, um, you know, we just have to stay vigilant, um, look at, uh, continue to follow and keep an eye on because unfortunately even when he leaves office he's still going to have a platform because his base is so in they're, they're, they seem to be hypnotized by him in in a way that it's unable we're unable to break the chain um, no matter the, the people who are dying around them because of inaction and um, the how they suffer with regard to um, their own lives and livelihood and losing of jobs and, you know, just seeing everything that's going on in this country over the past four years. But really, let's look at just this year. The mm -hmm. things that are going wrong in this country that, you know, 45 and his administration were quick to try to blame on Democrats well, he held office. Yeah. yeah. And, and things are not good. And if you can't see that, then there's, an, there's a deep issue going on that needs to be addressed. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And even if we could just focus on the virus for a moment, you know, this country um, is torn and somewhat confused regarding the virus, we know that the CDC made changes under this administration to suit 45's own purposes. Uh -huh. What is the CDC going to look like moving forward um, under the new administration? Are we going to now find out things that um, were once removed from the CDC website, from the CDC distributed yeah. information, has now actually been accelerated? Right. The, uh, the infection rate of this virus. I mean, Absolutely. you know, um, will the the issue of safety in school actually
actually be readdressed because I don't know if you remember the um when Rachel Maddow talked about the original CDC requirements for in-person education um, and it had three simple questions and it said if this this or this schools cannot open and then 45 turned around and said that's too strict <laughs> and the 45 then followed suit by changing the requirements and now yeah. it's making me wonder if something that I had always thought from the onset that schools are a hotbed for breeding of this virus. Right. Well, that's an important point that you just brought up because let's look at the integrity of the different agencies, the different federal agencies that he's been able to attain during his time as president, specifically the CDC. And when they came out with those guidelines and he didn't like it, it wasn't the CDC, which I don't know how this happened, it wasn't the CDC that edited those guidelines. It was 45 administration. Someone took the CDC guidelines and actually wrote them over in order to make it more appealing to what they expected it to say, and that was what was released. So... And it's not a situation where, like, the government, the government agencies definitely have been tainted. People have been fired and replaced. And, you know, in order to have people in place who were willing to do his bidding. But a lot of the things that were um, in place before are still there, but they've just been overruled by this administration that's in office right now. And, but the one thing that I'll say about these, uh, these particular offices is, you know, if I'm at the CDC, if I'm the head of the CDC, I'm blowing the whistle. I'm telling, and I'm saying, Hey, we were overruled. This is not true. Right. You know, and making sure that my original oath of keeping the American public safe comes first and foremost to the whims of this big baby that we have in office. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I will say, but I know for sure that a lot of the agencies, whatever they were going to say, whatever they intended to say, or anything in order to remain true to their oath that the administration currently in government 45 sitting at the head has taken their power away and basically overruled them and said hey we'll take it from here right and and even those who attempted to do the right thing were released from their jobs shall we say and and replaced by one of his minions Exactly. Um, the perfect example was the uh, post office, <laughs> but that's a whole other conversation. But trust is certainly going to be an issue now, and we as a country may be in for a rude awakening of what actually is, as opposed uh-huh. to what we were once told during this administration. Um, and I think uh, the initial response is going to be a tailspin. Yeah. Uh, people are already concerned about the rushing of this vaccine, and rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Um, typically, it takes years before a vaccine is introduced to the public. 
there's trials and case studies that need to be done because you need to, of course, determine what the long-term effects as well as the short-term effects will be. So I understand um, Mm -hmm. the wariness. And there is also the concern as to whether this is something that is going to require multiple vaccinations as opposed to one vaccine. Um, There are so many issues that Biden and Harris will have to deal with. Um, Again, we we will have to, in a sense, um, understand that this is going to go beyond the four years that they are going to be allocated. Absolutely. Well beyond the four years. Absolutely. And, you know, we as a people, like, I think in this country today, we've kind of lost patience with patience. And it's, and they are going to take a lot of blame for things that have been done during the four years that 45 was in office. And right now, as the lame duck, quote unquote, um, you know, he's setting things up for them to take the blame for a lot of things that he's doing right now in the background. So, you know, um, if he was that smart, I would give him credit for setting this all into the process. But he had some people around him who are truly smart evil, is a new term that I've just coined, um, whereas they were able to say, okay, so not only will uh, you fighting uh, the results of the campaign actually gain you money, but it will also help you put up a smoke screen. Right. So people are so intent on paying attention still to the election that was decided weeks ago is, that behind the scenes you're able to do A, B, and C. Which is absurd, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely, absolutely. It's, it's again, that dangling carrot, the smoke yep. and mirrors. So I like that term, smart evil. Let's let's call that smeevil. I like it. Smeevil folks. (laughs) But you're absolutely right. There is that, um, the, the landmark, the calling card of 45, which is a dangling carrot, create a disturbance up front while behind the scenes you're changing all of these things. Um, people also need to be aware if they have not been following in the news that, um, there are, uh, circumstances that have been, being built behind the scenes to create chaos for the incoming administration. Um, All types of fires they're going to have to be putting out in terms of dealing with other countries, the pulling out of troops, the killing of individuals. Um, Uh These are all things that 45 has been doing, and he's going to walk away from this. So I, I put a call out to those who continue to support him. Now, if you are saying that you love this country, why would you support someone who seeks to destroy this country for their own good? Right. If he was truly a patriot, if he was truly interested in preserving this country, he would not be saying and doing the things that he's doing because he is helping to destroy this country. So I ask those people who continue to support him, are you interested in destroying this country? Right. Is that your or- goal? You, you, you're walking around with a flag. And saying how much you love this country, but what the person you're supporting is doing is essentially destroying this country or helping to destroy this country. 
and the idea of democracy as a whole. Yes. So the, the, the strides that we've made with other nations in adopting democracy, it makes them take another look at, well, does democracy really work for the long term? Yeah. And and he's and he is setting this into motion. So we really need to take a look at, as you said, at the things that are being done. You know, the election has been decided. For those of you who question, Joe Biden will be inaugurated on January twentieth. Okay, that's done. Let's look at everything else that's happening. Let's look at. Uh, 45 putting his foot on the gas with regard to execution of people of color. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's look at like executions, whether uh, you agree with them or not, uh, had tried to adopt a more humane way of carrying them out. And he was able to bring back the firing squad and the gas chamber. Wow. So, and this has been within the last month. So we really have to look at what is going on behind the scenes because everything is a production to him. And what goes on behind the scenes in most productions, because it's the way that the show carries on, is more important than what you're seeing on the stage. So he's out there on the stage announcing how everything is unfair and he's been cheated and behind the scenes, there are big things happening. Yes, yes. But again, not to his credit. I don't think he's uh, smart enough to have orchestrated such a thing. I think the minions that surround him um, have the smeevil, yes, to, to orchestrate such things. You know, in the meantime, other countries are paying attention to the divisions of this country, primarily the division in leadership, making uh-huh. us a vulnerable nation. Um, that's significant. So uh, in addition to all the other things that are happening in-house, and when I say in-house, I'm talking about this country specifically, there are things happening around us that are relative to our country that need right. to be addressed and paid attention to. Um, that is going to make it even more so important um, regarding the selections of these different committees and organizations and teams that Biden and Harris select because there is a lot of damage control that needs to be addressed here. Um, We're wide open right now and the incoming administration recognizes the fact that we are wide open and they also recognize the uh, the importance of closing that wound, healing the wound that currently exists that has us divided while other countries look upon us and say, this could be the opportunity if they were looking to do something in terms of overtaking this country or infiltrating this country or taking over this country. This would be, unfortunately, an opportune time to do that. We have illness. We have discourse. We have division. This is serious. Well, he's left the door wide open for Russia, which was 
um, I tend to think part of the plan was Russia helped get him into office back in 2016. So, um, you know, the things that he was doing that, you know, by when he thought he was going to win another term, we need to pay attention to how he's continuing during this lame duck session to set Russia up to come over and infiltrate our country as they've tried in the past. Right, right. So, yeah, I put a plea out there again to all those who continue to follow this individual and his twisted agenda. Um, If you say you love this country, recognize that a country divided cannot stand. Right. So we will crumble if this division continues. I don't know if they intend to go to Russia with him. (laughs) But if they are, hurry up and go so we can get things Um, together here. Yeah, the other thing we have to look at is the secret. You know, we talk about the secrets that he holds in his head. I don't know how many things he actually holds in his head, but, you know, he has been given a lot of briefings and made privy to a lot of nationally uh, potentially damaging information over the past four years. Correct. So we need to be careful. And it was announced that he would continue to receive security briefings after he left office in a Yes. Come on. So, well, listen, uh, w- without a doubt, we do need to be careful. But if we're talking yeah. about the same individual who had Joe Shapiro take his test, we might not have anything to worry about. But I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. Um, but all joking aside, yes, that is a serious issue because um, not only has he been briefed, but his minions around him have been briefed. And that is of more concern. I don't think the narcissist that he is would have focused on the secrets uh, in as much as his minions around him would have. So um, we have a bunch of treasonous folks walking around. And the law does cover that. And hopefully those people will be sought out as spies and held accountable for treasonous acts for the levying of war and anything else that they have made that they may have orchestrated behind the scenes. Exactly. But um, we are approaching the end of this episode, how time flies when you get involved. But um, we need to keep uh, vigilance over this virus. We cannot let our guard down. There's a lot of confusion about it, how it comes about, how people get it, who gets it, when they get it, what is the incubation period, all of these things I hope will soon come to light in truth so that we can begin to address this situation and to begin to to have healing in this nation and stop the loss of individuals because, you know, although things have uh, become more of the focus in the news, we are still losing people on a daily basis. I heard it equated to a 9-11 every day. Exactly. That's horrifying. Um, And we need to wake up just because it has not happened to anyone that you know or anyone that you know knows does not mean that it does not exist. 
be vigilant. Wear a mask. It doesn't take much. It's not, a, it's, it's not a difficult thing to do. And it's not for yourself, but for humanity, for protecting others. Do the right thing. So, thank you for joining us on episode 21. We're moving along. We hope to see you again next week for episode 22. Thank you. Stay well. Stay vigilant and protect each other. Thank you.